0: Welcome to episode 33 of Podcasts and Chill. Today is a very special Christmas episode. Where we will take a look back at all of our favorites and not favorites from 2019. Preston, what a year it was. Merry Christmas. And are you ready to break it all down and look forward to 2020? Absolutely,
1: man. And we also have a special episode today because this is actually the first live episode live in studio Chris and I have actually been together recording and not in separate countries so very cool moment but yeah as Chris said we do have a lot to break down today so let's go ahead and get to it
0: yeah let's get to it so Preston I want to talk about some of your favorite movies uh, from 2019 so many things came out Netflix was all over the place documentaries scary movies some comedies. We had a little bit of everything. So I want to know what some of your favorites were from 2019 and see what we have in common and what we don't.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things that you and I have talked a lot about um, is some of the documentaries. There's been some great ones on here. We started the year doing some reviews on some of the uh, documentaries that we had um, watched and decided to do a review over. Uh, One of those was the Ted Bundy tapes, and for that reason alone, um, was definitely one of my favorite things of the year. Uh, the Ted Bundy movie came out later, which kind of goes hand in hand with those two. I think we had a good understanding from the tapes. The what was it, a uh, like an eight part series, something like that. I, I can't remember how many, yeah, we'll, episodes. we'll check later. What well, stat guy will get on that one, but um. After watching that, it got got me very intrigued, and then like I said, the movie came out with Zac Efron, and I think we both really enjoyed that yeah. one. So that that's definitely the the first one that comes to mind when
0: I think of my 2019. What well, what about you? I so I really liked that too because I'd heard a lot about Ted Bundy, but I didn't really know much about him. That was right before our time, um, so you know we missed out on all the news coverage and, and all of that. So. Um, yeah, it was good to, to see it, and Netflix this year I think took a really big step in how they're making true crime series and, and documentaries. It's It's been great. I don't think they've made anything bad this year in, in that category, so that's also on my list as one of my favorites from this year. Um,
1: just to clarify, there was,
0: there was four parts. There we go. They
1: were about an hour long. Even better. I, I couldn't remember if they were 30 minutes or hour, so I, I was thinking
0: eight, 30 minutes. Think but. Irishman, but in four parts. Exactly. <laughs> um, so one for me that I really enjoyed was The Dirt, and I think this mm-hmm. has gotten buried very quickly just because there has been so much content. Um, Preston, you're a big Motley Crue guy. Um, I'm a big uh, classic rock, 70s, 80s, all of that. So I really like that kind of stuff. And I thought they did a really, really good job. I think the breakout star was probably Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Nobody saw that coming. And, and he did such a great job. Now, it was not for the kids. Nah.
1: Well.
0: Maybe the greatest opening scene <laughs> of all time, if you're into
1: that. <laughs> Definitely one of those ones that you'll never forget. Yeah, You'll, you'll run, never forget where you
0: were when you saw that oh, opening scene. Yeah. You dirt. might even see that uh, on some other websites, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Because <laughs> that's basically what it was. But even though it was, you know, I don't know, vulgar, so to speak, at times, you know, that's the life they lived. They, they made it like it was. And I like how they didn't hide anything they had nothing no <laughs> they let not. it all out if you know what i mean watch it you'll know what i'm talking about but uh yeah it was really good i really enjoyed it um, and also it's one of those things afterwards that they made it so well that after you you want to do more research on the band you want to go listen to some songs you want to go see kind of compared from from real to movie, but it w- it was pretty, fairly accurate, and I liked at the end how we got to see the actors and the real guys all together, so that was really neat. I know you were a big fan too. Yeah, no, I mean, this was awesome. This
1: really brought up a, a lot of good memories, and like you said, went out and started watching some of their live performances on, online and things like that, but it, it was so big, and then like you said, it did kind of get buried uh, because I haven't seen any... Anything like suggesting it on Netflix or anything mm-hmm. like that since I mean, it was like it was here, then it was gone, but you definitely one of my favorite. So favorites. much content. I, I watched it, I think, three times, so mm-hmm. I, I really did
0: enjoy it. And then one other one for me, kind of a wild card, but I, I really enjoyed it, was The Last Summer. Um, I thought that one was really good for like a kind of teenish romance comedy. It wasn't too cheesy, it was really funny, so. That one was kind of my sneaky pick of the year. That one also didn't didn't get talked about much, but um, that one was, was really good. Do you have any other movies that uh,
1: well, you want to hit on? Well, one, I think we just have to mention just because of the, the, the content that you and I got out of it, and that's got to be abducted in plain sight. I, I don't know if I've laughed so hard in my yeah. life uh, <laughs> at some of the uh, things we talked about with that documentary. And if you guys haven't seen that, we, we did a review on it. You got to go out there and you got to check this out because it is one of the most wild, wild things you'll ever see in here. This story is, I mean, it's a tragic story. So that, that obviously part's not. That kind of gets <laughs> buried. Let's not forget what it was about. I mean, it was a terrible, terrible story, but you'll lose your mind figuring out what these parents were, were doing when all this was going on and how it could have been so bad. But. That has to be on the list because uh, there's just too much content that came out of that one. So that that was really big for me. But as a favorite, as something I really really enjoyed, was the second season of Mind Hunter um, that came out this year. I had started the the journey of Mindhunter Hunter uh, back in eighteen, mm-hmm. and then we got the new season this year, and it did not disappoint. Really kept us on the edge the whole time, and just so well done. Uh, Mind Hunter is. Um, so strategic in how they kind of place things together, and they really take you uh, along a journey throughout mm-hmm. throughout the show,
0: and uh, I can't wait for the new season. All right, so jumping into shows, that was number one for you, you think, or, or up there? It, it, for me, it's hard to pick. It's like choosing a favorite child because yeah. there was a lot of good stuff on here that I enjoyed watching, and you kind of forget, when we were going back through our lists and our notes, I forgot a lot of stuff that I watched that I'm like, man, that was really good. I wouldn't mind seeing that again. So, um, Mindhunter for Preston, one that really sticks out for me. And I saw it got nominated for a bunch of awards, deservingly so. Preston, I know you watched it dead to me. Yeah. With Christina Applegate. That was a great, great, great show. I'm looking forward to season two in 2020. Um... Man, the acting in that is great. The story is phenomenal. I love how we get little bits of comedy here and there. So it's very serious, but also a comedy at, at the same time. Um, they put all the right pieces together for that one. Uh, and it's great because those episodes were less than 30 minutes, right? Yeah, They were so, 20 yeah, minutes. So So easy yeah. watch. Yeah, um, Wasn't a big commitment. And each episode kind of left you on a cliffhanger. Exactly. So, you know... Preston and I, we're, we're big fans of, of live, leaving it on a, on a cliffhanger. So, for me, Dead to Me is, is definitely up there as one of my favorites.
1: Uh, next for me was a, a show that I've talked a lot about on, on here um, as something I watch week to week, besides The Office, was uh, Friends from College. Although it was a show that got canceled. Uh, so, you know, pray for me on that. Uh, it had a couple seasons that I really did enjoy. It was a really well-done, funny show. Surprisingly, got canceled. Uh, Keenan Michael Key was one of the main people on that, and I, I, it got a lot of good reviews, so that's why it's so surprising that it was something that failed. But I enjoyed it. Um, I've watched it uh, multiple times, so it, it had to make the list for me as something that has really taken up my 2019.
0: So. Yeah, Keenan Michael Key... Can't go wrong with that. Uh, one for me. I'm gonna go in a completely different direction. I'm gonna go with uh, Love, Death, and Robots. I thought that was uh, just really, really, really well done. Um, basically, it's a, an animated adult anthology series. And you know, anytime you have the word anthology, you know it's good. Still don't know what it means. No but does. it's good. Um, It was really great. The animation in those are absolutely phenomenal. Um, It's almost kind of like a, I don't know, Black Mirror-ish type things where you do look at love, death, and robots in each episode. And I like it because um, I think there's about 15 or so episodes. And basically what they did is they gave... A different set of directors and producers just this concept of love death and robots and then everybody did their own thing mm-hmm. so that was really cool to see how the different minds work especially in cinema because you know a jj abrams movie is going to be different than uh, i don't know a ron howard movie or something like that so it was really cool to see the different directions they went into i had no idea what i was getting myself into but it was great the episodes are anywhere from five to twenty minutes so uh, pretty easy watch yeah. i really enjoyed that looking forward to season two which i think um it's going to come out in 2020 yeah.
1: we'll have to look into that
0: i'll have yeah. to look into that press and talk while i look yeah through. i got you <laughs> <laughs> uh last chance you is
1: something i've yeah. talked about multiple times on here the latest season that came out this year was really good uh you know it featured spencer rattler we've talked about him he means nothing around here because he's the Future quarterback of the Oklahoma Sooners. I think you said last chance You." Yeah. I did say that. I'm sorry. I'm talking about QB1. QB1. I'm sorry. Last, I, I, shout out last chance to You." Last chance U was, was also my, good. That's on my list here, so I was looking at that. Yeah. But uh, Spencer Rattler, QB1, uh, was something that I really enjoyed. This newest season was really good and uh, just really, really well done documentary. I mean, it follows these high school quarterbacks. Uh, you really see what they're going through their senior year, trying to decide where they're going to take their – talents for college and all the pressure they're dealing with through their high school senior year it's just a really really good uh well done documentary so that one i I look forward to what the future holds and seeing what these future kids you know these future stars of tomorrow are you know going to bring so season uh, i believe it'll be what four i believe will be the newest one that will be coming but um just kind of spin it off real quick because i did want to mention last chance you um I was really happy with this past season. It, it was really well done, and they've already announced what they're going to California for the for the new yeah, season. Yeah, and so that will be something to look forward to for 2020. But 19 was great. Really enjoyed it. I, but yeah, I think 2020 going to California and the, the spin they're going to do on this uh, is going to
0: be really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, last chance. It was a little bit different this year because normally we see a team winning. Yeah, and this it was time not maybe, so we much. saw the dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. That was, and then the coach got fired, so that was great. Well, I'm going to stick to sports here, and I think uh, one of my favorites, well, I know, I know it was, Formula One, Drive to Survive. Oh, yeah. That was absolutely incredible. Um, the camera work in in this show, catching cars at 200-plus miles an hour, I mean, unbelievable. They go all over the world to race, Brazil, Singapore, you know, Belgium, the United States, and Austin, and the footage they get of these cars and everything that goes into racing behind the scenes is incredible. There's so many politics. There's so much strategy. You know, it's chess. You know, but 200 miles an hour. So it, it's really great, and it's stuff you don't see on on race day. And I think it really helped to increase the the brand a little bit. It, Definitely made me pay more attention to the sport afterwards. So I just want to reiterate my theory that I think it'd be beneficial for other leagues coming up to, to do something. You know, the MLS, whether it's do a behind-the-scenes documentary or maybe even stream some games live um, to really bring awareness. I know that there was the Maradona soccer thing that just came out. But this one was really following from season to, from beginning to the end of the season with every driver. So this was really good. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, anytime you can bring positive, you know, um, talk about your, yeah. your sport, whatever you're trying to do, um, I mean, there's something that you probably weren't very interested in until you watched this, right? Yeah. I mean, but you got in there and you saw how mm-hmm. crazy it is and what you respect it and all that. So, got you interested in, hopefully, got some of our viewers uh, interested mm-hmm. into it. So, yeah, very well done. I would like to see if someone else would, you know, make something about that. I think it'd be really cool to um, see behind the scenes of, like you said, MLS. I was thinking golf even. People don't oh, really yeah. understand the uh, the grind that these golfers do. Uh, you know, traveling and all that, and to be at the top of their game uh, week to week is. I mean, it'd be really cool to see you know how that all goes down. But yeah. uh, another one I had here on the list, one that was very uh, anticipated, I think both both by you and uh, myself, was the highwayman. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was something um, Kevin Costner um, and um, Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. both uh, very highly respected actors, get into um, a film like this, and it was one of those films that we're like, I could see this in the theaters.
0: I think this may be the first movie where it's that came out strictly Netflix, produced by Netflix, that was like, this could be blockbuster. Yeah. I knew we had the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Ennis yeah, movie the- that did really well, but this one was like... I don't know. It just Every, felt like it belonged. The the first one, right? Yeah. Like, and now of course you have the Irishman and you know, a bunch of other stuff coming out. But this one really felt like the the trendsetter for yeah. me. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: I, I think um, we're going to continue to see this as a a, a new trend. Netflix goes about mm-hmm. s- sending out these mega movie stars in these big films um just strictly on netflix i mean it's really cool um that netflix has decided to go this way and that they can make that work because you would think that these uh movies would need to go to the theaters to be a success but we're not we're seeing that that that's not true them just going to netflix has been enough because they continue to throw those out there so very cool thing um I, i think we would have to mention even though last episode was our irishman review but you do have to throw the Irishman on there too. This was highly anticipated, uh, something that everyone was looking forward to, and it came out. And although it was long, and was quite long, maybe a scene or two that were kind of not very well done. Uh, I think you and I covered that on last episode, but <laughs>
0: we didn't talk about that. No, 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 we didn't. You sure? This is this is we're live. No, this is this is a live reaction to Irishman. Okay, well, but go ahead. We didn't talk about that. We didn't talk. about Okay, that. We, okay. we talked about the preview I, for ta- months and months. I was gonna months. say
1: I've talked about it so many with yeah. di- so many different people. I can't remember who we Preston all discussed. Has another podcast. Well, there's yeah, there's a secret podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you'll just have to go out there. <laughs> and Disney se- Plus they'll they'll podcast. You just have to go out there and watch <laughs> the Irishman to understand what I'm talking about. I don't even want to build it up to break you down with it, but very well done. Yeah. Just long, um, I think. Did you break it up in two segments when you watched it? It's a three hour movie for those who don't know. So, and Chris still hasn't <laughs> watched it. So, that's why he's been so quiet. Very very poorly executed on our part of discussing this. Probably but, should talk about this in the production uh, meeting. <laughs> hour and a half. I watch, watched about an hour and a half, hour and fifty minutes of the uh, the first part. And then I went and did some stuff. Came back. Knocked out the rest of it.
0: And, As Martin Scorsese intended. Yeah.
1: But uh, it was not Not ready to sit down and watch a three hour movie Mm -hmm. all in one setting, so had to break it down. I think
0: most people are doing three. I think they're what I've been reading is that they basically split it like a show, yeah, into, into three parts. So, um, but we saw the numbers on this. I can't remember exactly about 25 26 million in the first week. That seems like a lot, but uh. Yeah, yeah, that's not not as high as I expected it to, and I, I think I really do think the runtime plays a factor in that. It had to, it had yeah. to. I mean, with, I mean, with how much buildup that it had, uh, I think if we
1: talked to them right now, they'd say that's a disappointing mm-hmm. number. Yeah, um, but
0: uh, you, what, what else? Did well, you something, have you? something else. Uh, w- we were also really excited about was El Camino. Breaking bad Um, movie. Absolutely. Um, that was highly, highly anticipated. We finally got some sort of closure, full closure of the story. Um, Jesse, man, he's incredible. Um, the actor, I don't remember his name, but absolutely incredible job. Um, we got to revisit some of our old and, and favorite characters, you know, skinny Pete badger, even got a Walter white, you know, flashback, And we really got to see, you know, Jesse's world while Walt was in, um, in Vermont. Mm -hmm. So, um, we got to see it a little bit more and we got to see, you know, why he wasn't able to escape and then also how he made his escape. I think it was perfect. And also I rewatched Breaking Bad. So in El Camino, one of my favorite scenes was he's like, I should have taken this the first time around. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he was ready to go. He was on the side. And the van came to pick him up. And he didn't get in the van. Right. So. Um, I realized he made a mistake right yeah. there. Yeah. So that was a pretty powerful moment, I thought.
1: You really enjoyed it. Yeah. No, it, it was very good. Like you said, closures the big piece there. I think a lot of people watch Breaking Bad. Once it finishes, you're just like, Jesse Pinkman was such a big character in this show. And you just kind of see him ride off into the sunset. But you didn't really get you know the, a full understanding of uh you know what life was like after all that and el camino kind of helped you know uh finish that chapter and we can finally put everything to rest and and know how it all finished so yeah that was a that was a really really good one i was super excited for that one um
0: some other favorites you want to mention i have a couple here uh patriot act yep. with hassan minaj uh, just watched the last episode yesterday for the season glad it's coming back for 2020 i mean he's just so funny and they cover a lot of important topics in a short amount of time and they make it fun and enjoyable so that's good you which if you're listening to this uh, has probably come out by now season two Season one was really great. That's something one of our first things we covered extensively. Maybe even our first review. Yeah, it was right there at some point, same time. Um, This was this was really the part where you like the power of Netflix. This is the show that really demonstrates the power of Netflix. So you have you who that was running on uh, network television or on some channel on television. It wasn't doing well. Netflix picked it up, and now it's a hit, just a mega hit. So I'm really looking forward to that. I thought season one was really well done, and Joe is crazy. Dude's dude's a lunatic,
1: but yeah, season two looks wild. I mean, Mm -hmm. the preview looked really good. Uh, Season two hits uh, December 26th. So yeah, if you're listening to this, probably out, so go ahead, and if you're not caught up, get caught up, watch mm-hmm. season two, because I think you and I are
0: both really planning on yep. hopping
1: into this as soon oh, as it yeah. comes out. So
0: yeah, get real deep into it. Um, Our Planet was another mm. banger this year. It was really great. Um, we're big animal documentary guys, so this one just hit uh, on every level going, and they split it up differently. Remember, they did like um all right I can't remember how they split it up but they split it up like they didn't oh like re. I can't remember was it regions they or? didn't even do it I think they did it by ecosystem yeah they did yeah, it by ecosystem right. there we right. go we got it we're back um <laughs> I had to so talk that one out yeah so that one was great we also got some sad moments Oof. yeah feels uh, walrus walrus
1: too yeah. well i mean seals got oh dead, the seal yeah, yeah the seal yeah. got you yeah. but yeah. r.i.p
0: <laughs> thousand uh, prayers
1: the walrus scene was just the most was brutal crucifying yeah, type I, was... I mean that is just brutal but <laughs> you should watch it though you yeah know? i mean it's yeah. educating
0: you'll learn a lot <laughs> <laughs> uh call my agent was really great uh french show that also so it was airing on a french tv network or channel and now it's picked up by Netflix, and it, it's a big bringing hit. Bringing so, life. Yep, so it's bringing it back to life. The Society, I really enjoyed that. And I think that pretty much covers it all. There's some other things in there. Yeah. Um, we watch so much, so I'm sure there's more. But these are the ones that really, really stuck out to me. Do you have any other ones? You know, it came out this
1: year, but obviously it's more going to probably be a 2020 type thing. But something that was highly, highly... Um, advertised and we were super excited about but the witcher the witcher yeah, the yeah. witcher's here uh I have started it but need to have a little bit more focused time with it because it is very detailed uh, especially in the beginning so I'm definitely going to get all over that but it probably will be more like I said of a 2020 type because uh it, it's it, there's just we're running out of time there's too much stuff going on and Obviously, with the holidays and all that, but I definitely got to get on there and watch that because that, that, that's got my name written
0: all over it. So Yeah, for sure. We're big. Uh, what's the genre? Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> medieval yeah, guess, fantasy. Yeah, was, yeah. Let's see. If you like Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, Fan, that's what yeah. we're talking about. Fantasy the Fan- anthology. One word used. anthology. Anthology. Uh, I like that. Anthology. You can rock that. Now, we talked about some of the things we liked. We got to get to the bad stuff. Preston. I'm gonna start off with mine. The Narcos Mexico. Oh yeah. Yikes. That one that one is hard, and I talked about that in some of the first episodes that we did. It's tough not to have a a bad guy, like a really, really bad guy, but also who's kind of a good guy. Not a good guy, not a bad guy. It'll just a character so polarizing and so like attractive as a character than than Pablo. So we don't have that guy in narcos mexico i know season two is going to come out in january or february so yeah it's just tough it's just not on the same level Mm -hmm. something else that i thought was terrible was always be my maybe i thought that was pretty Uh, terrible yeah um everyone said it was great and had some good hype but man it, it was it was tough to get all the way through it um any disappointments on your end yeah i'm still
1: looking i'm trying to remember one title so i'm, I'm working on one but uh one i, I don't really want to s- steal yours but um I, I end up trying an episode just to see what it was about mm-hmm. uh, and something that you were super excited yeah. about which was bear grills yeah uh, that That's was tough we were so we're like are we literally gonna watch bear grills get eaten by a you know a <laughs> bear on, the, on one of these episodes whatever and it turned out that it wasn't like that at all where because the the viewer was supposed to have this uh, this power of yeah. choosing what he does and all that, and it in did theory, not, yeah, it sounded it lo- on paper yeah. the show looked like it was going to be a success. Yeah, uh, it totally went another direction. I think neither one of us saw that coming, but it was too good to be true from how they uh, how they built it up. So yeah. Um,
0: that was disappointing yeah I, um, I think it was probably more I think little kids might like that one but you know we're used to you know bear girls sleeping in an ox or whatever and <laughs> drinking his own piss yeah you know, just stuff doing like whatever that. he has to do to yeah so this was not the same type of show even though I thought I did and another one just the last one for me is Black Mirror, the new season season five mm-hmm. season five uh, three episodes just didn't hit for me. I thought the first one, the Vipers, was, was pretty good, but overall pretty disappointing. I didn't enjoy it that much. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just really disappointing because I was really looking forward to it. And I'll be looking forward to any more Black Mirror episodes they make in the future. But these ones just didn't connect. They weren't as wild. They, I don't know. It just didn't ring ring with me. Well, this just shows you how bad mine was because
1: I a I can't even remember the name of the title, and B I can't even find it on here. But um, think about this: we did a review on it. It mm-hmm. was the the show where she's uh, spitting up all the bugs and all that. Right? Oh yeah,
0: um, yeah, the scary movie. Yeah. yeah. So that the one, violin. Yeah, yeah. Here. So oh.
1: we had this big build up about it. Chris and I even did a review on it uh, months back. It was something that had all this. Uh, creepiness feel to it that kind of got the viewer interested and was a very well done trailer The perfection the perfection there it is uh the build-up and the trailer was absolutely uh great i mean it was like
0: one of those what the fuck trailers yeah. like it's gonna be it was all over the wild yeah, absolutely. yeah yeah
1: absolutely so it got us into uh you know interested we get in there we watch it end up kind of in my opinion kind of being a dud yeah i I think the best scenes were actually in the trailer yeah so um that was a very disappointing one but obviously i don't have a a large list of disappointing performances i think netflix is really doing a a really good job of putting out good content and I, i don't have
0: much to complain about well this is the season of thankfulness so think of something you're thankful for With Netflix. I am thankful for Netflix's true crime documentaries. I think this year they just absolutely took a humongous step in uh, making those a huge success. It was absolutely unreal. And they're still putting things out like Don't uh, Fuck with Cats is another one, The Confession Killer. Um, it all started really with Ted Bundy. I think we'll look mm-hmm. back and be like that's that's the one that got it all started. But uh Netflix's true crime is doing um, is popping right now. Yes, yeah, for absolutely. sure. absolutely.
1: And that's one of my favorite um favorite things to watch is anything to do with crime and um President's crime guy. Big crime guy. Big crime so guy. that that is something like you you did mention Don't Fuck With Cats, that is something I am definitely going to watch uh, after watching the trailer. I I it's i'm fascinated yeah (laughs) it really as a cat guy as a cat guy uh no the the video really um or the trailer rather uh really shows you this journey they went on after just a what a youtube video went up i mean it's it's really really crazy so yeah uh i think i'm thankful for kind of something we've already touched base on but the type of movies that they're putting out that are just really well done that you think you'd see in a theater six
0: underground is another. so one. that was what i was yep. about to mention
1: i think that's the Oops.
0: that's the next
1: one i'm huh. going to watch as far as the movies go uh six underground is something that it, this is something you would definitely pay to go to the theaters to go see because it, it's full of action looks really well done i had a buddy at work just say he watched it said it was phenomenal he was actually there um in greece I think it was when they were filming this. We so he's like, although they didn't ask him to be in it, mm, he said uh, he was tough. there in spirit. So, ah, there we go. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I'm definitely thankful for the the very well done content of, of the yeah. movies they're they're throwing nice. out there for us. So.
0: Yep. Uh, and, and I'll kind of list off some other successes that, that I found online that people really enjoyed and we did too. You know, we touched on Mindhunter. Uh, Russian Doll mm-hmm. was also one that people really enjoyed, uh, starring Natasha Leone uh, from um, Orange is a New Black. Mm-hmm. So she did a really good job. I know this show is nominated for a couple things. We had Stranger Things, of course, which later we'd come to find out is uh netflix's most popular show most popular series not even close on how popular this is preston i know you really enjoyed uh stranger things uh season three a lot of build to it and yeah you want to reiterate how much you liked it <laughs>
1: yeah i know i mean obviously very well done something that what it was Halloween this year came out. No, came out on July fourth. July fourth. I knew I knew it was a holiday. Well, we uh, talked about. We, but we talked about bringing it yeah. back. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, but I I'm excited to see where they're gonna go from here because mm-hmm. they continue to be like, what else can they talk about? And obviously with the cliffhanger, they kind of leave you on, and at the end of three, um, it, it just I don't know. It's it's so um strategic on mm-hmm. on how they're how they're throwing these seasons out? Uh, I just I'm I'm here for it, man. Yeah. I, I'm
0: ready to see what else they got for us, and uh, ready for the new 2020 season. Yep, yeah. uh, one that we both enjoyed when they see us. Um, that was really really well done. Oh yeah, a tough watch, but really really well done. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Uh, Glow heard some good reviews about Glow as wrestling guys. That's something we'd yeah. probably um, be into. Living with Yourself, with Paul Rudd. Also got some really good reviews. Um, let's see what else we got on here. Yeah, some more true crime, and The Crown the that crime. came yeah. out recently. Um, the King, which we had t- touched on. I don't think that was. I don't know. It was between good and great. It was maybe more towards the good. It was yeah. good. I think it. Again, this is like a. Hollywood production yeah, you'd see in the theater, the battle scenes. I think you and I both agreed that this
1: would have been better as a show as opposed to a movie. Yeah, They, they try to cram so much in, in uh in one movie setting mm-hmm. that it, it, I think it, some of the parts didn't get to breathe a little bit. It needed more time to, for you to really enjoy or really reflect on instead of just jumping on to the next, next part.
0: <laughs> so, um, but
1: either way, still enjoyed it.
0: Yep, uh, We can't forget to mention the most popular international series on um, Netflix. Money Heist, part three came out, mm-hmm. part four coming out at the beginning of uh, 2020 here soon. Uh, let's see. Is there anything you're looking forward to in 2020? Maybe some movies or shows or even maybe general advice or things you'd like to see on Netflix.
1: This year... Um, and Netflix has taken big steps in listening to what people want uh, and taking those uh, taking that advice and making change, you know, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Netflix, how they continue to change the game, how they how they're going to stand apart from uh, Disney Plus, how they're mm. going to stand apart from Apple TV. What are they going to do in 2020 to really make you go? You know what? I need to watch. I need to turn on Netflix. I need to put down, uh, you know, Disney Plus for a little bit and get back to some of my favorite shows that I've been watching on Netflix. So that just what what what's their next move? You know that that's kind of what I'm looking forward to seeing because uh, Netflix has done some great things in 2019 and. I think they're going to continue to grow and want to make sure that people are coming back, mm-hmm. you know, because I just talked to someone the other day is, man, I haven't had Netflix on in a while. You know, I've been just Disney yeah. Plus. I've been uh, maybe a little um, Amazon Prime. So Ooh. it's like, yeah. Amazon you know. Prime and chill. Exactly. So what what what's Netflix's next move to really make sure that – The uh, consumers coming back and checking in on all Mm -hmm. this great content that they're putting out.
0: Yeah. A couple things that are coming out, just want to mention. A couple shows that have already been renewed and whatnot. Sex Education, Season 2. BoJack Horseman, the second part of the final season, is coming out. In February, we have To All the the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You. I love the movie so much I can't even pronounce it. Narcos Mexico, Season 2. Better Call Saul, Season 5. In April, we have Money Heist, Season 4. Afterlife, Season 2. And Spring 2020, that's another one that I think flew under the radar this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Season 7. Disenchantment, Part 3. The End of the Fucking World, Season 2. We have the haunting of Bly Manor. Which I know you're a mm-hmm. fan of um, Ozark season three. Oh, which yeah. You're a fan of, yeah, absolutely. That's that's your thing. You know more queer eye. We have Umbrella season two. We have a Steve Carell uh, created show coming. I mean there there's a ton of stuff coming. What I'm looking forward to. I'm, I I want to see if Netflix is going to get more into the children's animation game because of disney plus um seeing if they can maybe create a hit show or if something stands out and then also just in general i wonder if in 2020 what the next kind of cult out of following show will be because you know you had house of cards that's mm-hmm. is problematic now <laughs> you had you know orange is the new black i feel like a couple of years ago almost everything Maybe it's because there was less content, but everything hit, you know, it kind of stuck around and here, like we talked about things just get buried so quickly, So quick, you know, stranger things was great this year, but it didn't start this year. So I wonder maybe we'll count the Witcher if, if we'll see how the numbers go will be the 2020 show. But I, I wonder if there'll be a show in 2020 that we really can all get behind and is, is the next big thing. So, um, anything else you want to add for next year or 2019? I think it was a great year. It was great to look back and see everything that we've watched. I think they really should do um, like what Spotify does.
1: Oh, like a, a year in review. review? Yeah, review. Yeah.
0: Because there's a lot of stuff we forgot
1: about. I know. We I mean, forgot about. you start looking at stuff. You're, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. It be, would be cool for Netflix to put something together, and be like, this is how your 2019 looked like and kind of give you a quick little rundown of everything it would be really cool to see um because there is so much great content mm-hmm. so um no man I, i'm just ready to see what the future holds so netflix keep bringing it on and uh you know we'll keep
0: watching yeah um so i'm really looking forward to 2020 i think also i think now they're kind of doing seems more like one season per year Mm-hmm. So um looking forward to to all of that coming. And I think looking back on what we watched, also Netflix needs to keep a, here's an idea, first idea of 2020, they need to keep a history of what we've watched somewhere. A right. tab. Yeah. A I, tab I, of what we've watched.
1: I agree because you get that tab that says uh, watch again. Yeah. But it's like, it's very spread out. I'd like to know how they, how they track that because it's, yeah, it's something you've watched in the last month or two. Then there's, like, stuff that I'm like, I haven't watched that in forever. Right. It's like, that doesn't even make sense why that's on there. And then there's things that I've watched in the last right. couple months that aren't on there. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. That would a, a really well done history tab
0: would be a, a good step. So. It, was, it was also good looking back on what we watched because it's like, oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. Uh, well, that wasn't so good. But mostly for me, everything was good. So I'm pretty satisfied with, with how we got through the
1: year and... Um, Big year for for Netflix, 2019. I think they'll look at it as a success, and really got mm-hmm. to uh, you know test a lot of things out. So
0: yeah, I mean they you know signed Oprah and Obama to to do a bunch of stuff. When they see us was great. They won a ton of awards. Roma mm-hmm. almost won or won best foreign film. So I think um, the award season. And early 2020 is going to, be a, it's going to be a big hit. So that's going to wrap it up for us this year. We are so thankful that you joined us this year to talk about Netflix and to hear our hot takes about our favorite shows and, and things we didn't enjoy as much. We're so happy that you came along for the ride. And we're looking forward to a very fun, a very successful 2020. So Merry Christmas, everyone, and have a happy new year or happy holidays. And uh, we'll see you guys very soon. Take care, guys. Thank you.